to the 12th Olympic Winter Games in Innsbruck, I spent time with Franz Klammer and he showed me a training device he used to be the best downhiller in the world. I had respect for him and he respected me. As competitors, we were furiously at each other on the slopes. But off the slopes, we had real respect for each other. Shortly after returning to Canada, a large, heavy package arrived at my home. It was his secret training device that we trained on. I opened it, put it together, and although I offered to pay him for it and the shipping, which was a lot, he refused to take the money. The note inside explained the meaning of what it means to live by the Olympic creed. It said, Jungle, I want you to be your very best when I beat you on the Patrick Hoffel downhill at the 76 Olympic Games. I'm Jungle Jim Hunter, and you're listening to 831, Living Your Best Life, where we inspire participation, communicate precision, and empower performers to podium. And we would ask you to tell your friends, the people you work with, your relatives, to go to their favorite podcast provider or junglejimhunter.com or to YouTube and subscribe, download, click on like, rate and review us, send us a message, tell us how we've inspired you to live your best life and how you are now an 831-er helping other people to live their best life. Well, there's 37 days to the 32nd Olympic Games that will happen in July, starting July 24th, and 68 days to the 16th Paralympic Games in Tokyo, starting August 24th. Please watch and support our team and cheer them on. Today, we're going to talk about the Olympic Creed. Today's question for you is this, who wrote the Olympic Creed? Let me quote it for you and you will discover who it was. The most important thing in the Olympic Games is not to win, but to take part. Just as the most important thing in life is not to triumph, but the struggle. The essential thing is not to have conquered, but to have fought well. Do you know who it is? Do you know who wrote it? Baron Pierre de Coubertin. And for those of you that don't know who he is, Baron Pierre de Coubertin and Father Didon of France inspired the Olympics, the modern Olympics, to come back to life in 1896. And Baron Pierre de Coubertin wanted to make an impact on the youth of the world to be inspired because he recognized that the youth were disillusioned at the time. Funny how we kind of repeat that over and over again. I don't know if you know this, but most athletes never learn the Olympic Creed and become familiar with it only at the Games. Baron Pierre de Coubertin hoped the athletes knew it. The Greeks hoped we all lived it. And we all have a creed, even if we don't know it, understand it, or know what it means. Yes, you have a creed. It is what we do because of what we believe. Self-talk reveals what you believe. First responses to any circumstance reveal what you believe. Most athletes strongly disagree with the first line, by the way, because they have been told that the most important thing is whether you win or lose. And they don't like that first line. We've adopted the idea in our culture today that unless you win, you are a loser. Your creed is what you believe to be true. The hardest part of training an athlete is to get them to see that they are lying to themselves most of the time, and until they start to speak the truth to themselves, they don't make sustained progress toward their desired outcome. A person who makes a one-second mistake and shoots the puck into his own net, and the result is they lose the game, may have been the best player on the ice for 59 minutes and 59 seconds. He may be labeled for life and believe that label. 
But the question I have for you is, what lies do you believe? And by the way, if you look at the word believe, it contains the word lie right in the middle of it. So it is important for you to ask yourself, what lies do you actually believe? And when I say that, it's the labels you put on yourself because sometimes and most of the time, they're just not true. People who quit halfway through miss the point of why we are alive. It's to learn how to be all that we can be and learn what is most significant on the trip. That is how we can grow. That's what's important. It's how you're growing. What are you growing into? What are you becoming? Winning gives you a momentary glimpse of who was best at that moment, but does it define what has been learned? In the winning formula, which is what we use to teach athletes and work with parents and coaches and business people, you and I come face to face with the Olympic creed again and again. At every motivational moment, in other words, that tenth of a second where we make a decision about what we have to do and what's important now, you are still faced with this whether you are standing on the top step of the podium or at the foot of the podium watching everybody else. Have I fought well? Only you know that, and therefore, in all your training, your competitions, everything you do in life, living your life, you have to ask yourself, have you been all that you could possibly be? And if you can answer yes, you'll find significance and purpose to what you are doing. It will become the motivation and inspiration to all the other things that you do. Let me make this simple. If I create something or someone for a purpose and it fulfills that purpose to its highest level of achievement, then and only then does it meet its full potential and significance. Anything less than that, it was created for and it becomes less significant in its fulfilled purpose. To be your full potential is not only beautiful, but also significant. A rose is a beautiful flower, but the minute it tries to be a daisy, it no longer can reach its full potential. If you make the commitment to become all you can possibly be, you need to be live by a creed that reaches for its full expectation with every breath. Every motivational moment of the day must be measured by the comparison of what you are to what you could become. An athlete or team that wins because it is superior to the competition is not a victory. Yes, it may be called that, but it's really just another exercise. An athlete or team that wins that was inferior but became all that it can be is not only victory, but significant for both combatants because they all lived up to their potential if they gave all they had in the struggle. You might think this doesn't have anything to do with you because you're not an Olympian, but it does. You see, you take part in life. Like the creed says, you take part in the games. You take part in life. You don't have to be an Olympian to do so. You are not a victor or a victim unless you choose to identify yourself that way and make that what you believe. Every person has potential. Every person has an ability that is their gift to the world. And it's not winning or losing that matters. It's not what you won or lost. It's what you did to fight well in the struggle. Franz Klammer, he won the gold in Innsbruck. I did not. Nobody knew except a few people. But Franz knew that I hit a photographer on my last warm-up run prior to the start. And I was not 100%. And the adrenaline rush that I needed for the race had already gone through me and I was not in healthy condition to run the race. 
the media broadcast it as if I was over the hill, that I was finished, that I was done. And that set in motion so many things that I couldn't control. And it ended my amateur career. But I was not done. I was just hitting my stride. But because they didn't know I'd gotten hurt, I had performed anyway. You see, when Franz Klammer and I get together, we smile and we look at each other. And he knew and I knew. And we agree that to the best of our ability, we struggled well. He won. I didn't. Was I disappointed? Yes. But was I disappointed in what I did? No. Because I fought according to the creed that I live by as an Olympian. My quote for the day, if you're anything less than perfect, you have great potential, which means that's all of us. To be excellent because you can improve to become significant even when you lose. Again, thank you for listening, and I hope you will have grown and will be living your best life the next time we meet. Yeah, yeah.